Hey, hey, welcome to the show, guys, gals, non-binary pals. My name's Jack Maniaki. I'm the crowd warm-up guy here at uh, Radio Free Tote Bag. Folks, how about how about that Trumpster? Trumpster. He got the COVID, folks. He got the big Rooney. You know, after denying it for so long, he he finally uh, schneefed that fucking Rooney up, and he's got it. And I, you know, I'm just wondering if Trump dies and is cremated, will he be a flaming hot Cheeto, folks? (laughs) Trump, folks, if Trump dies and is cremated, and the ashes get left on a windowsill or something and get heated by the sun. He will be extra flame and hot Cheeto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are too... All right, here, we ha- we're having fun here. We're having fun. Get this. If Trump gets, like, swelling from the drug cocktail, will he be a Cheeto puff? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Woo. All right, folks, you've been a fantastic audience. That's my time. Here's the show. Hey, yeah, incredible. thank you, Jack. It's Radio Free Tote Bag. Uh, I'm Donovan. I'm Arthur. That was... Thanks for being so funny on the warm-up. That was fantastic, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Yeah. That was big. Good guy. Good dude. Good guy. We really don't pay that guy enough. I know. He actually opens for uh, the Trevor Noah show. He's yeah, the warm-up weird. guy there. We managed to get him, which is pretty cool. Oh, man. What's poppin', brother? All I want to do on this planet is kill goblins in Baldur's Gate 3. I have no other ambitions in my life right now. I want to do that exclusively. It's been a long time since uh, since a game did that to me, so that's pretty exciting. For sure. That's nice when that shit happens, too. Yeah. Like, especially right now. Oh, yeah, when the hyperfixation like, so much- lets you just stay at your fucking house like you're supposed to. Right. You know, yeah, you got an excuse to do it. It feels less bad because it's like, I'm not like bailing on going out or something. You just got extra free time. That's true. How I've you... been playing through the old Mario games that got uh, put out on the Switch. Yeah, How how's the port? It's good times. I played 64, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but Sunshine and, and fucking uh, Galaxy, like I'd, I'd missed like five five years of video games and like, Eight years in Nintendo video games for the most part, because I didn't buy a GameCube. I bought a PS2, mm-hmm. and it has haunted me my whole life. <laughs> yeah, you know Metroid Prime, no uh, Zelda. Yeah, all kinds. There's of two Zelda that. titles, mainline Zelda titles on that. Weird ass Mario Sunshine, Pikmin, Smash oh, Melee. Yeah, Pikmin. It's like, damn, dude. I was always envious as a kid. Now I like now I get to play that shit. The camera's fucking wonky. The controls kind of suck in Sunshine. But it's still it's still good. Okay. It's been good. Okay. I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, and then I talked about on the Patreon show. You gotta subscribe for the full story, but I got hit by a car over the weekend. Yes, he did. Cool ninja somersault and I'm remarkably completely unscathed. Yeah. Isn't it weird how sometimes something'll happen and you'll be like, Wow, that could have been a lot fucking worse. <laughs> that turned out okay. Right. I always look like a crazy person because my reaction in those situations is just start laughing fucking hysterically. Same. Because it's like, that was insane. And I am like, I'm not bleeding. I'm not brute. Like, how the fuck? Did I, uh, <laughs> did I ever tell the story of the horrifying car accident I was in when I was like 16 on the program? I don't think so. So, I don't uh, think so. 
so some friends of mine, uh, well, actually, just like really the one friend of mine, uh, his family invited me to go on vacation with them. We were all going to go stay in a, in like a cabin situation. It's right. going to be really fun, really cool. And uh, it was the first trip where we as young men were permitted to bring our girlfriends with us. Wow. Ooh. So uh, everyone's piled in the car. Uh, he's driving. His girlfriend's in the passenger seat. Uh, I'm behind her, and my girlfriend's sitting behind him. Right? Making out in the back. Oh, yeah. Got it all, got it all figured out. And uh, we hit a pothole in his 92 Firebird going down the highway, and we start fishtailing real bad. And uh, we fishtail, fishtail, and then we tap off the back wheels of a semi, end up in the wall. Jesus. Uh, then we bounced off the wall and back under the wheels, the back wheels of that same semi. What the fuck? Dude? Yeah, totally just fucking annihilated the fucking car. Uh, car comes to a stop. We all, uh, like, in unison, is everyone okay? Is everyone okay? And we get affirmatives from everybody. Uh, he immediately starts punching the steering wheel in rage. Uh, his girlfriend starts uh, weeping uncontrollably. My girlfriend goes stock, like, bone silent, and I start laughing like an idiot. And everybody expressed, <laughs> it was like the four ways you can express shock and, uh, and terror all at once. <laughs> Uh, paramedics came, jaws of life, the fucking doors off, and got us out of the car. And everybody was just totally, they had to jaws of life, and everybody was just totally yeah. fine? Yeah. That's fucking wild, It was man. insane. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, because it always, like, you know, you get that brief, very, you know, brushed with mortality. Like, yeah. that really comes into your consciousness, but everything's fine, so it's like, I guess I'm just going to keep doing what i was doing today yeah it's <laughs> a weird shit a weird i guess place to be i man. guess we'll go to mammoth cave I don't f- yeah <laughs> <laughs> well good times because we're both still alive and uninjured yeah for now for now well uh it's just us this week yeah uh, we had a guest fall through working on a reschedule it's all good and uh guests stacked up for the coming weeks so it is good to have just just the boys uh, here on the show for one. Yeah, that classic yeah, robusto. Question box. Yeah, going back to the classics, playing the hits, <laughs> and we got a lot of stuff in the question box. We found some good questions on Reddit, and we're gonna start with this one here. Nice. Is there anything like Fet Life, but not for kink? People insist, ah, Fet Life is just kink. It's mostly kink. And because of that, it doesn't really attract the kinds of people I'm trying to meet. Meet with an M-A-T. A, interestingly <laughs> enough. Ooh. It's not just that it's mostly kink, but also the predominant kinkiness drives away certain demographics. I want a community where I can have sex with people, but just regular vanilla sex. But it has to be a community. Like Fat Life is a community. Tinder is close, but it's not a community. I want to be able to have sex with people and have other people know about it. And I want to know when others have had sex. I'd like forum drama now and then too. <laughs> Does such a platform exist? And that was posted by Frothy Solutions. <laughs> what a name. Oh yeah. You want to, you want to explain what FetLife is? Yes. To the normies? Yes, I can do that. Uh, FetLife is a, uh, like a forum community dedicated to uh, kink and BDSM and fetishes of all kinds. 
And if we go over to, I have one. I have an account. Let's see. Log in. Let's just see what some events are near me. Kinky Karaoke Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Come out and meet other like-minded people for a fun evening. Uh, Louisville Community Virtual Newcomers Meeting. Like, it's really just, like, introductory kink shit a lot. Like, hey, come out and hang out and learn about the basics of the community and meet some people that maybe you're going to put your penis inside of. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's, like, a really fun kind of permissive environment. And, uh, like, a number of people I've met in uh, kink communities are just really just kind of just like normal ass people who like to get the shit beat out of them while they're fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, just fine. But it's, it's really just, it's a forum in, in, in all actuality with like a calendar for events. Yeah. It's like a more close knit forum than something like, I don't know, Reddit in general. Yeah. But then you click on fetishes and you can click ball stretching. What do we have for ball stretching? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, and yeah. I didn't need to know. Yeah. There's a bunch of groups for that. So, like, you, it's like you can really focus in and find the things that people are into. But this guy wants a forum that's just people that are into vanilla sex. So. You're, yeah. Well, here's what I suggest. This man should get into dance music. <laughs> Go hang out <laughs> in uh, in bars and clubs and raves. Uh, cause this happens. This is exactly what you're describing is what happens. Like people have this sex is rave shit for sure. Yeah. People have sex with each other and then people find out about it. And then you find out about it when other people have sex with each other and everybody ends up giving each other gonorrhea. That's what happens in dance music scenes. Plus there's a little bit of drama sometimes. Oh yeah. You know, probably in like some social media groups and shit too. But in general, pretty like we've talked about it on here before very accepting group typically like the kind of ones I've been part of. Yeah. Very accepting of like LGBT folks and just kind of non, you know, standard white people. Yeah. You know, culturally like accepted mainstream shit. Yeah. And so they say some of the demographics on there, predominant kinkiness drives away certain demographics. I guess it just means they're not so much into the kink stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like if you're into, you know, dancing and fucking electronic music and that kind of thing, that's definitely an option. Yeah. It's basically like get involved in any kind of close knit community where there's a lot of people. And this will happen because like people date each other and then. Well, you know, I don't know if the model train fandom hey. have a lot of fucking drama. In hey, it. train nerds. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I, after you guys tell me about the Renaissance Fair and shit, I wouldn't yeah. be that surprised. Yeah. Oh, ooh, go join the Renaissance Festival. That's like it, period. Except it's also kind of fet life. Like it's very Come kinky for the up trains, there. Too. Stay for the trains. <laughs> there's also there's like fucking swingers clubs and shit. Like there's all kinds of options for like getting into having sex with a lot of people and knowing about other people having sex. I think it's out there. But there's I don't probably know. a subreddit for that kind of thing. Yeah. Too. Well, you were there's saying there was one of... random acts of blowjob is a subreddit. Yeah. I don't. I, I just remember reading about that a few years ago and being like going through. I was like, does this actually do people actually do this? This seems wild. I heard. But um, it seemed pretty active. Yeah. Somebody said that they 
uh, had it happen from that particular subreddit. Somebody I know. Your homie got a blowy Joey from Random Acts of Blowy? I believe so. My My ho hoey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of the options. I, I'm not... I don't, like, know swinger or, like, sex club shit super well because I've never done that. Uh, not really my thing. But uh, I am, like, I, I imagine that stuff is pretty underground. At least a lot of it. Yeah. Because it's just, like, you can't have a big thing like that with many people, you know, randos coming in because some of those randos might be fucking creeps and shit, you know? I imagine it's not, like, a massive group of people, but, I, you know, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Never, never been, never been swung. But, you know, <laughs> I just keep an eye out. Talk to, like, if you're comfortable with it, talk to friends about it. Just put feelers out, you know? You kind of got to, like, find somebody who's doing the thing is probably your best bet. Right. And I'm looking through the comments. I'm wondering if, let's see, isn't that what Facebook is for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think that's like, what facebook is for when i initially read the question i was like so wait what are you talking about like twitter like yeah uh they're not into sugar babies what are vanilla friends they just commented that out of nowhere i'm surprised nobody's been like oh yeah like i'm part of this kind of thing but again you know I feel like it's more underground small groups than like big groups that you could easily access. That's just kind of my gut feeling. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that this exists necessarily. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, you're going to like, if you're going to find a permissive sexual environment, there's going to be fucking weirdos. <laughs> like that's how that works. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Especially something. Cause like swingers, you gotta have a partner. Right, because like a general sex club, it's going to just be a lot of cis dudes. Well, if we straight cis dudes, if we go to the website for Club Princeton, uh, which is uh, a sex club in Columbus, Ohio, that uh, sounds like some Epstein shit. It really does. Uh, you can reserve your spot for uh, threesome Thursdays. Uh, you can reserve your spot forty dollars for a couple, forty dollars for a single male, fifteen dollars for a single female. Uh, $40 for a single male and a date, uh, $40 for a single female and a date. Membership Jesus. required. Right. I remember reading something like that in Nashville too. There was some kind of BDSM club there. Cause I was, you know, going through FetLife and stuff and like researching how to do like bondage stuff safely. Sure. And I remember looking, I was just like, I, I don't, I don't want to, I just feel like I'd be profoundly uncomfortable. Uh, I've been to Princeton one time. There was really, a, yeah, there was like a, there was a DJ event. Some people I knew were playing a show there. So gotcha. paid my money, went in, hung out, watched the people have sex. It was pretty cool. <laughs> did you fuck? I did not fuck. Coward. I, I wish I'd fucking, I would, <laughs> I was significantly less attractive than I am now. So I feel that. I think I'm aging into my face. Yeah. <laughs> Me until I was twenty three. Yeah, same. Yeah, Maybe I think. Yeah, I think I was like twenty three, twenty four, and I was just like gawky and like didn't have it together. And nobody, nobody's, right. nobody's gonna pick me out of the fucking lineup at the swingers club. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get picked last for uh, what would what would dodgeball be? Don't dodgeball, get ball. Yeah, get, get ball. <laughs> 
in general though like did people seem pretty cool yeah people were chill right on i mean i imagine you have to be pretty comfortable with yourself to kind of you know actively get out there and, and do that but uh Sometimes those people are fucking weirdos, too. Sometimes they're some of the coolest people. Sometimes they're some of the worst people. (laughs) Yep. That's how it works, man. You start getting into, like, any kind of niche, you're going to find fucking dope people and people that suck ass. That's just how that works. Right. I mean, I guess that's how humans work, is in any situation. That's true, but I feel like this kind of thing is something where it's pretty polarized. Sure. You're either extremely cool or... Somebody I don't want to be around ever. Right. So I don't know, question asker. Fucking scope around, but this, you know, this isn't the in the most common, easy thing in the world is like a single person. Right. But uh maybe fine going fat life anyways. Just get a little bit of kinkiness. I don't know. I guess if you're most of the stuff I saw on there is people who are really fucking into it. Right. To a degree that might be like off putting. Uh, if you're somebody who's more on the vanilla side of things, but I don't know. Hunt around, ask around. Somebody said, okay, Cupid. It's not, isn't quite as awful as Tinder. Still don't know how much of a community type thing that is, but I never did that one. Yeah. I just searched vanilla on FetLife to see if there's any kind of, you know, thing. Ice cream fetish. <laughs> Well, there's like, uh, yeah, like no strings attached Texas chapter. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think that there's, I think it's out there. It's around right. on here, but like, you're definitely gonna see like a stretched out anus while you're looking for it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta do some sifting. Yeah, I don't know. Does such a platform exist? I think the answer is kind of. And in some places, probably, but it's going to be hard to kind of get the in. Yeah. And you can see well, an ad for magnetic it. labia clamps. There you go. Who, who wants, who doesn't want that? <laughs> What's next? Okay. Uh, hey, how do I get over the fact that I am small? I have always been self-conscious about being small every time I go to perform, and I get worried about what she will think. Is there any way to help me block out the thought and be able to perform better? And uh, this was posted by Ben Shapiro. Got him! <laughs> oh, Got him! Woo, he's 5'1", folks. Five, four. Oh, he's 5'4"? Five, he's five, I was making him 5'1", for the purpose of the bit. Is Let's he, go with 5'1". It's probably more accurate. He's an extremely short man. Um, he's Billy Quizboy. <laughs> he absolutely is fucking Billy Quizboy. Chapa absolutely has the read on him that he's like a fucking child prodigy that never stopped being a child prodigy. Dogs, have you, have you seen Venture Bros? Yeah, that's exactly the what Quizboy is. Billy Quizboy is like that. Yeah. It's him. Like he's just this super washed up, uh, but because of like some kind of scientific accident, he just has a big head and he's really short. <laughs> and it's just. just you know, just a washed up fucking child star, basically. And yep. that's what that's what Ben is. But for, you know, racist quizzes, he's a quiz boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I first read this question, I thought it was like a short person. How do I get over the fact that I'm small? Yeah. But I believe that this is a, an AMAB person uh, talking about their schwanz. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the comments are looking at, too. Yeah. Also, it was actually posted by Jeb fourteen ninety nine, which call. I'm wondering is like a Jeb Bush Nazi cult spinoff type thing. Fourteen ninety nine. Jeb. Jeb. 
<laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe this is Jeb. I think he's it's Jeb. A small dick. He pulls um, out his cock and he's like, please clap. <laughs> uh, we've talked about this before. This comes up frequently. This is like one of the most common insecurities for people with a penis. Yeah. And, you know, justifiably, like porn, you're just big dicks all over the place. It's kind of the popular culture. Yeah. Big dicks are like a thing, you know? And so to not be that, like anything in society or culture's telling you to be one thing, you feel insufficient if you're not, you know, understandably. Like, th- that's not ideal. But uh, every time I see this question on here uh, or on other shows... I always see people who are like, I've dated somebody with a micro penis and his tongue game was incredible and it was all good. Uh-huh. You know, it is going to be a problem for, for some people, you know, that's just kind of the fact of it. Some people need that. Uh, but you know, I don't think most people absolutely do. And there's definitely other things you can do. Get your fingering and your oral technique. Good. Get some t- sex toys involved. And, uh, you're going to be doing better than most guys with, you know, average sized dicks who can't fucking eat pussy for shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, first comment here. Make sure you have a mixed bag of tricks. Do a little research and good techniques. Make the effort. And eventually you'll be in a good enough relationship. You'll forget about it. Uh, <laughs> best little tip I got is to lick it like an ice cream. Not like you're about to touch your tongue to an electric fly swatter. <laughs> yeah. Don't fear it. You got to you got to embrace it. Oh, God. Ah, ah. <laughs> um right. and not even and, and there's there's women out there i should say uh afab people out there who don't prefer a fucking big penis maybe maybe yeah. they got a small vagina true also like I, I just hear from a lot of women that they just can't really come through penetration typically and like vastly prefer uh, oral or just getting their clit stimulated. Yeah. So I don't think that, you know, this, like I said, this will be a thing for some people. Um, but in general, just be confident with what you got, get good at the other stuff and you'll be okay. Yeah. So much of it is about confidence. Right. And just being okay with things, even if it's not like the ideal situation, but it's not something you can change. There's no point in getting all worked up about it because that's just going to make your odds worse than if you're just like, fuck it, dude, small dick energy rules. That's true. Tongue game on fire. Tongue game you know? electric. And if you're open and vulnerable and honest about that uh, with a partner, I, I think you're going to be okay. And listen, halflings are some of the best uh, rogues in Dungeons and Dragons and they're small. <laughs> true. You got them furry feet. It's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, no one's going to say Frodo doesn't kick ass. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's basically the deal. You know, this isn't a fun thing to have to get over, given, you know, like what you're surrounded by uh, in our culture. But, you know, a lot of people got this situation. Yeah. It'll be it'll be all right. And, uh, you know, some people are like, oh, I got a small dick. It's like five inches. And you're like, that's that's like a regular like, that's sized normal, penis. Normal. You know, and in that case, just fucking chill on this but even if you got a fucking micro penis man still eat the pussy that's true still beat it up Uh, still do lots of things look on fucking there's subreddits for this kind of shit too i'm sure like support type things yeah and uh so if if that's if that route is working for you like go ahead with that 
If it's not, just quit fucking picking at it. Stop thinking about it. Right. Uh, which, you know, hey, uh, don't think about an elephant. Oh, fuck. You know, but. Uh, it's just like we talked about, not engaging with shit. Yeah. And trying to catch yourself when you're spiraling on things. And then just working on yourself, you know, as much as you can. Getting some new clothes, getting fucking shape or something. True. You know, do a online course and uh, coochie munching. <laughs> You'll be fucking. Right yeah, sign up for the head. RFTV correspondence course in coochie munching. <laughs> you get personalized instruction from yours truly. <laughs> Perfect. Good luck out there, Jeb. Yep. Jeb. Um. How can I how can I segue this? Question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh with an exclamation point. Like, Jeb. <laughs> Where you been? Jeb. How much how Just how like Jeb, folks, it's the Radio Free Tope question box. Please clap. Were you? can come on inside and clap as much as you'd like. Send us some clap emojis or send us a relationship, dating, or really any other kind of question, uh, and we'll read it on the show. We'll try to help you out. Uh, if you'd like to send a question, somebody pointed out in the question box uh, that the link has been down on our website. I'm trying to fix it. Our host like updated uh, how this stuff is set up, and so I'm sure I can't. like It doesn't work the way it used to. We're trying to figure it out. If you'd like to send it though you can also find the just the direct link in our bio on instagram uh that's instagram.com slash radio free tote bag and uh it's anonymous send it in we'll fucking read it hell yeah so we'll start with this one we have a quote and arthur i wonder if you can place it just imagine a girl with zero ego no trust issue quick replies yes only imagine I I have no fucking clue. I don't watch things. I don't read things. Well, what I mean, what what does it make you? Because th- these seem like the troubles words that may come from the soul of a male, perhaps. <gasps> oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I think I see where you're going. I I love I love the enthusiasm from folks on that page. <laughs> and I was talking about it. That's very good. And then they also said also the question box link is down. So thank you for letting me know. Cause I, I, I had not, I hadn't realized that, Yeah, fuck. but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to fix it. I'll get it fixed. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, we also got a couple, uh, you know, dating and relationship questions in here. Let's do this big one first. Okay. Hey guys, it's a show about relationships and I have a relationship question. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you do. What amount of explanation is owed for a breakup? I recently ended things with someone. For context, it was a poly relationship. I have two other partners, which she knew, and she didn't have any other partners and wasn't looking at that time. There was no major event that caused the breakup or huge problems in the relationship. I just realized that it was no longer working for me. I guess I fell out of love. The breakup conversation itself wasn't exactly graceful. She ended up in a really bad headspace and confessed to some minor internet snooping into my other relationships. This had triggered a lot of jealousy for her. When I heard this, I sort of shut down before fully explaining myself, not knowing what to say about the breakup or how to respond to the confession. 
Eventually, she said she needed space before any attempt to be friends, and I left, feeling no choice but to respect her wishes of a long period not having contact. Quote-unquote, maybe years. About a week ago, I got an email from her, expressing regret for how that last interaction went, and asking if there was anything I was trying to say that I hadn't been able to. She apologized for some of her miscommunication and snooping, but also wanted to confront me over some of the things I had said and done over the course of our relationship. She's requesting clarity around some things that I thought we had worked through, but it turns out still feel unresolved for her. How should I respond to all this? I just don't see it as helpful to give her these details about why I wanted to end things or revisit old issues we had. I don't think I am in a position to help anymore. Do I say nothing and just not respond, torpedoing any hope at a future friendship? Should I just be honest and hope that in time she'll work out her insecurities and feel comfortable reaching out to me again as a friend? How do I do the least harm here? Hmm. I think that there there is a strong impulse among people who have been in relationships to try to continue some form of relationship afterwards, right? Like, yeah. I really like you, but things aren't working out. Uh, but there are still things I like about you. I still think you're a valuable person, so I want to be your friend. And I think that in, I'll even say the majority of cases, that's not going to work even. I don't think that, like, I think that it's hard to do. And you have to be a specific kind of pair of people to make that work. Definitely. And, you know, sometimes there's going to be trouble there. But in general, I think it's always going to be difficult, if not impossible for most people, right out of the breakup. Yeah, you can't do it immediately. Like I am, I'm friends with most of my exes still, you know, because like you said, like somebody has a big part of your life. You got a closeness just because it doesn't work out romantically, you know, if you're all both about it like that, that friendship can still be there and that could be, you know, an important thing and a good thing. But again, it's not something you can just jump into after you've been in, you know, a romantic situation. It's too fucking jarring. It makes the breakup too, you know, dysfunctional and drawn out and spikes and jealousy and shit like that. And it's just not worth it. You've decided you're not going to be together going, combing through everything and explaining it isn't going to do any good. Yeah, agreed. I think you just give her a uh, look like I I'd like to keep in touch with you eventually. I just don't think we were compatible. Basically, just give the very basic, but very clear, you know, it just didn't work for me. But like, I still value you as a person. And then you got to leave the ball in their court on, you know, whether to respond or not. You got to be OK with just giving them that space. Yeah, <clears throat> I think the postmortem can be important particularly for a relationship of some length. Um, did they say how long they were messing around? Uh, the relationship. I don't think they gave, I don't think they gave the amount of time. Like, I think there should be like, depending on the length, there should be a proportionally long conversation where you kind of go through and you take everything out of the box and you look at it together and you go, Oh, that was fun. Oh, that one sucked. You know, I I think that shit's easier to do though. And tends to go better. If you give it like, depending on the length too, but if you give it enough time of space to kind of get the hurt over with, Mm -hmm. because then when you, you know, if you circle back a couple years later, it's typically, and you don't have to either, 
but I just I, I feel like that's easier to do with distance. not so close to the end because yeah. if you're trying to end it and you get into that, that just opens the door for. But like, what if we change this? You know, sure. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. about like I I could be not like this. Yeah. You know, and you don't want people doing that because that shit just doesn't work out. Right, right. I feel that. Uh, but I, I feel what you're saying, too, though. If you do end on good enough terms that you're still in contact, or it's a situation like this where you care about the person, you don't want to hurt them, something like apologizing, like if you're up to it, something like apologizing and giving a brief explanation, I, I think that can be good depending on the person. I just think, I think in general... Me, this is definitely me personally, just cutting, completely cutting off uh, for some time. Just, it is just always felt like the best. It's gone the best for me. Yeah, it's a good move. Um, See, for me, like a, a breakup takes anywhere between two and a half and five hours and involves a lot of weeping. <laughs> um, So I don't know. It sounds like, sounds like maybe that's what she was looking for and didn't get the chance to get all the tears out maybe um right but yeah i i think you're totally right that that doing a, a detailed takedown uh is not going to be productive and that uh you should give her the space and uh the what was the line uh should like do i say nothing and not respond torpedoing any hope at a future friendship um if that's what you need to do for your sanity to not give much of a response, uh, then I think that's what you need to do and potentially lose the, any future conviviality with this person. Potentially. Yeah. But, I I mean, but also you can come back from those things sometimes. Cause it's like, you could reach out in a year and be like, hey, how are you been doing? I'm sorry I cut off like so hard there. It was just a rough time. And like that's just what I had to do to be healthy. Yeah. Um again, that just just most of all focus on kind of your own sanity here. Yeah. That's kind of what you need to do in breakups. Obviously, don't be like antagonistic. You know, it sounds like you still care about the person. Do what you can do, but like you gotta pull back in general. You gotta be clear that that's what's gonna happen. Cause I just, it just gets, it gets so fucking messy. If you have the whole, especially if it ended kind of acrimoniously, it's just going to get messy having that conversation. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about the snooping briefly? Yeah. Forget about that. How do you not do that? You know what I mean? You're dating somebody, they're dating two other people. Maybe she's new to Polly. I don't know her relationship to polyamory, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't, I, I just don't, imagine a world where I don't do that if I'm in a poly situation. You know what I mean? No, I bet. And like, they're showing up in, you know, your partner's like stories and stuff. Like imagine you just kind of, it's just there. It's yeah. not like you're sneaking around trying to do that. Exactly. I just, I just don't think there's a world where that doesn't happen. There, at least there's a kind of person and I am that person where there's just, there's no way around that. That's going to happen. Same. This would, uh, this would not be so so much for me the the piley situation, yeah. which is at, it's at least uh, in part why shit don't work for me probably, right? This just doesn't fucking work for me. <laughs> and that's okay. And yeah, maybe I mean maybe that's what was going on with her too. Yeah, you know if we we don't know that you know these specific details, but like the question ask her if this is somebody this was you know their first poly experience, 
they were new to it, uh, you know, or relatively, relatively new to it. Like, I think a lot of the hardship that comes out of this and like the confusion might be because that is like just a more complex situation than like a monogamous breakup. I, I, I would think yeah. a lot, there's just more moving parts and there's more kind of misunderstanding if, if you're not, you know, you're not familiar with the ins and outs like this, you know, if that's your, your uh, ex partner's case here. Um, but again, it's just, it's not your responsibility to, to, you know, fix that post breakup. Right. Agreed. Good luck with this though. Cause I, I know that fucking sucks. You don't want to hurt somebody, you know, who was close to you. Uh, but again, you just, you really got to prioritize your own sanity with these things. It's going to be better for both of you in the long run. And I think it'll give a better chance of being able to have a friendship in the future. Yep. That's the truth. Good times. Kind of. We were wishing you good times. Yes. We're wishing you good times. What's next? Uh, quarantine date ideas, please. Uh, my BF and I live together and have a lot of shared interests. We're very active and have spent the summer outdoors doing lots of fun, warm weather things. But as the weather gets colder and the rony continues, we'll need more fun things to do inside. Any ideas? Thanks in advance. Get a switch, get Animal Crossing, and start mm. a fucking island between you guys. Boom. That's what uh, that's what Abigail and I were doing earlier this year, and, and still, because we have a date in distance, just having little dates on there and chatting on the phone. Yeah. It's fun. It's low-key. And then if, I can, uh, you know, if you're into games, there's other cool like co-op shit you could get going. Yeah. Get a, get a PS4, uh, do couch co-op on uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 oh. <laughs> from the developers of Baldur's Gate 3. Go play that game. Or like Terraria. Yeah. I played with a partner in the past. That's or like, Dark like Souls. Accessible. Not that one if they're not super <laughs> into games. <laughs> uh, but I think stuff like that is fun. I've also been doing, I've, you know, I've talked about Love Island and Jersey Shore. Yeah. But watching through that, uh, you know, with the girlfriend, it's just kind of fucking discussing what the fuck is happening. Sure. Here. That was really fun. Watch you know, The Wire. Kind of watching something you like. <laughs> What's that? Watch The Wire. There we go. I'm always, <laughs> I'm just doing, I'm doing the Dark Souls of all of these. You're like, play Animal Crossing. Watch The Sopranos. Divinity. Yeah, we'll get to get into The Sopranos. <laughs> Watch Breaking Bad again. So those kind of things are good. But then it's uh, more like not electronic type stuff. Yeah, you board know, games. Learn how to make some like macrame or yeah, some shit. Yeah, make some shit. That's pretty cool. You know, Needlepoint. cooking. Yeah, just just finding like some hobby maybe you had a little bit of interest in or is like weird to both of you, but you're like, fuck it, let's see what this is about. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think that could be pretty fun. As far as the date idea goes, uh, get takeout and eat it in a weird place. Like, yeah, put like a blanket on the ground. Yes, exactly. Have a, Have a little picnic in your living room. Right. You know, and then there will still be outdoor stuff you can do, too. I don't want to make a fucking snowman or something. Go be yeah. cold outside and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Classic. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, Eat her butt in the kitchen. There we go. <laughs> I mean, hey, unironically, uh, if you're open to that sort of thing, you could just be like, what if we tried something different sexually? Yeah. You know, because that could be fun and you can kind of discuss like, did we like this or not? Did you, you know, I did, but you didn't kind of thing. The what will won't list we've talked about, but you can actually like try the things with all this fucking time inside. Yeah. That's yeah. the fun, sexy option. Yeah. No, I'm really into that. Make a what will won't list is my subscribe to the Patreon. 
and try every kink we talk about on the kink wheel. <laughs> Dress up like a child. Yeah, be a tree. <laughs> you know, get just get weird with it though. Just, get but just especially straight. right now, I feel like you can be like, oh, I couldn't quite do that in the house, but like push the envelope. Try to do some weird shit inside. Yeah. You know, build something. I don't fucking know. Push and believe. And do that too. Start a podcast. Yeah, move to Philly. <laughs> Not again. Start Not again. Kind of salsa <laughs> kind of Zaza company yeah <laughs> you know just just talk through stuff you're both into and make a list i video games i think is just a really fucking easy one yeah and there's a lot of like just kind of lower key stuff that's it's just a fucking good time to do inside and fucking explore some shit Who for knows? sure do you want to do you want to read this last one in the cue box here oh yeah uh this mystery listener asks asl question mark and then one a cyber has been typed out with question marks between all of the letters and all other punctuation. Yeah, tildes and fucking quotation marks. And I think this is from my girlfriend, and I do oh. want a cyber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you ever um, do anything weird with, like, chat rooms? Did you ever do anything strange? Because, like, back in the day, they used to ask ASL. Yeah, no, I, I was it? all about like Omegle and chat roulette in yeah. like 2009 or some shit. I never did it. Like, I just talked to people. I saw a lot of guys jerking off. Sure. But, I, I, you know, I never really, you know, I didn't have like a sexual, like cyber. Exp- I never I was like, I don't want to fucking do because it's probably going to be a, like the picture's going to change. And it's going to be a dude with a big beard. And he's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, I got you. <laughs> fucking, now you're gay. I never. <laughs> <That's how it laughs> works. <laughs> Yeah, that's how they got me. Um, I never did any of the cyber stuff, but uh, I was on 4chan before it was, like, blatantly just a Nazi hive. Yeah, same. Um, And way back in the way back, used to browse B, and something that uh, we all used to get up to is pedo hunting on Omegle. (laughs) So you'd random into somebody, they'd be like, ASL, and I'd be like, 14 female Texas. My name's Kylie. (laughs) And you get to talking with them, and you get them to, like, fucking put it in a sexy direction. And then you copy pasta something that looks like an FBI warning with, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. your IP address oh, has been logged. And I fucking did this, too. I remember this. Yeah, shit was fun. Because, like, they'd be freak out. Oh, God, no, please. <laughs> They're, yeah, just trolling people and just doing dumb bits. I remember talking with like a group of drunk English people. Nice. When I was like third, these probably people were like probably mid twenties, just all shit housed. And I was just chatting with them for like an hour about like America and stuff. It was fun. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Or Finch and I is playing music, and then we would sing a song about "Please Show Us Your Tits," and we saw some tits. That was cool. Hey, I think like once or twice. You know, sometimes that works. Apparently so. That's fucking but cool. Yeah. That's that's kind of it's just kind of you know there's there's kind of like I think Omegle's still around yeah but I feel like the magic of that just kind of like fell off for me I did have a fucking buddy who met a gal on Omegle who lived in California right as we went to college in Ohio freshman year yeah and he ended up dating this he went to her prom wow she came out to visit and shit from meeting on Omegle it was wild that's you know? zany I think they lasted like uh, almost a year. Wow. 
right? <laughs> so it's like, no fucking way. You know, it wasn't even a bamboozle. She was just kind of a, a normal person. She's cool. That's fucking cool. Maybe I'll get on Amigo. I don't know. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get on Amigo. I don't know. If I can get on, just get on Amigo. Uh, uh, well, thank you for the questions uh, to all you folks. And uh, Bellowing Pines, you're coming back next week. Nice. Returning guests, Xavier and Brooke. Uh, so if you got questions for them or questions for us, fucking uh, hit it to us. It'll be a good episode. We'd love that. Hey, um, uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh oh. But I had I had a freesome, <laughs> freesome. I had a threesome with my <laughs> friend and his girlfriend, and now he hates me. Uh, so two weeks ago, my friend asked me, my friend twenty three M asked me if I twenty two M would sleep with him and his girlfriend early twenties. His girlfriend is absolutely stunning, so I agreed. They're both two very beautiful people with amazing bodies, and I'm just average and have no idea why they want me. Uh, during the threesome, I got showed up. My friend has no reason to be jealous or mad that I did something to his girlfriend that he couldn't. He's more physically attractive than me, made his girlfriend come super hard, had two or three inches on me, and seemed better <laughs> in bed. I showed up, did the best I could, did about average. <laughs> we salute you. Yeah. <laughs> Since that night, my friend has been kind of rude to me. He's been cold and short. He's Ben Shapiro and just generally an asshole. His girlfriend seems fine with me. I still text and sometimes call, and she tells me that uh, he's just going through some stuff and not to take it personally. I was able to learn through the grapevine that he wants to cut me out of his life. I asked his girlfriend about this, and she said she was really sorry, but she'd still talk to me. Kind of feel like absolute shit. A friend embarrassed me in the threesome he wanted, and now he's cutting me out. What did I do wrong? What can I do to fix this? This is posted by throw ra underscore fugvgv fugvgv All right, fugvgv. That's no fun, and this is a classic situation. Happens all the time. Where they got a couple want to do the threesome, haven't done it before. Don't do any of the communications. Maybe somebody's more into it than the other partner and they're kind of pressured into doing it. And then you do it. Now it's weird with your friend. Yep. You know, they got some insecurity. Something happened. They just didn't like it, you know? Uh, and now it's weird and you didn't do anything wrong. And that, and that really sucks. That's like a shitty situation. Cause it's like, you want to console your friend but also they're pissed at you, but you didn't, again, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you did the thing they brought up. It's just ugly. It just kind of sucks. Yeah. And I think you really, what do you do besides wait for it to blow over? Basically. I am sensing a certain closeness between you and this girlfriend. Yeah. The, the she'd still talk to me is odd. Yeah. Seems weird to me. Cause the way you're describing it is that you're friends with this guy and this is his girlfriend. You like, she is consistently described as his girlfriend, which to me indicates a certain distance. Right. But now you're texting and calling her. And I think maybe he's a little, he's maybe a little threatened, even though he's got two or three inches on you. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and just better in bed, maybe, I don't know, maybe you got kind eyes and he's threatened by him. Maybe you got, 
You got something. There's something that made them want to have sex with you specifically. They could have asked any of their friends. This person seems pretty easygoing in describing the situation and just being blunt. Like, this dude's hotter than me. Like, I did pretty average and just <laughs> tried to do what I could. Yeah. That's a confident-ass person, though. That's yeah. somebody who fucking knows themselves and isn't afraid to be like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty average. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I was in the mix. I was, uh, you know, I was doing stuff. And that's what we were talking about with the, the small penis a few questions ago. Like, that shit is irrelevant to confidence. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you're not, like, backing yourself, you're going to be fucking insecure. You're going to be put off, you know, by, by stuff like this. Uh, you know, not because this guy's... Well, maybe he is fucking... You're fucking hotter than your friend in the sense that you're fucking confident. You can yeah. communicate what you feel and, and who you are. Yeah. And not everybody's like that, you know? Especially early 20s, first threesomes type situation, because I guarantee this is the first one. Right. There's just a lot of insecurity. It sounds like your buddy hasn't worked through. And I just, like, again, I don't know what you can do except for let it blow over and don't talk to the girlfriend. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Yeah. Like if you want to, <laughs> if you want to salvage the relationship with the friend, I think you have to not contact the girlfriend so much. Like she's not the avenue to fix this. You got to have no, a conversation with him. It's just going to make it worse. Yeah. And I'm like you said, I'm definitely sus about that. I'm wondering if she is into you. Yeah. Is, is a possibility. Uh, if, if something like this is threatening your relationship, a person you've had a threesome with who is your partner's friend and your response is to be like, hey, sorry about yeah, I'll still talk to you, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <know>, okay. <laughs> Just for fun? Like, what? Yeah, what's happening there? You know, I think, I think we can uh, read between the lines there and uh, see that. I mean, most of the people in the comments here are like, uh, yeah, she wanted to have the threesome. He wasn't particularly into it. They asked you because you were non-threatening and uh, he feels threatened because he didn't want to do it. Yeah, it was a possibility. More than he thought, you know, didn't, didn't exactly know what they were getting into. It's that happens. really fucking hard to prepare for these things if you're yeah. not 100% solid. Happens all the fucking time. Can't, inf- can't emphasize that enough. There's so many times out of 10 this happens. Most people. Because, again, nobody's, you're never taught any of this fucking shit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> what if this was in sex ed? Right. Setting fucking boundaries and, like, talking through things before you do them. It'd save a lot of shit. Yep. But, uh, you know, if your goal here is just salvage the relationship with your friend here, you got to send him a note along the lines of like, hey, like I cannot talk to you if you want to. I want to be friends with you. Like, I hate that this is how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, but like, I will give I will give you space. Yeah. And then do not talk to the girlfriend at all. At yeah. all. Yeah. I think that, if he's insecure there and that's going and especially if she's trying to kind of get with you. Yeah. That's going to be pretty unsalvageable versus if you let the relationship run its course. And then with some time, you know, and distance. Maybe you and your buddy can reconnect. For sure. Or fucking see, I think you see what this girl's too. up to. Shit. I don't care. I don't yeah. <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> or that. She, she, seems, she seems pretty on board. Yep. So what did you do wrong? Nothing. What can you do to fix this? Just try to communicate them. You know, you feel bad that it's like this. Didn't. Not what you wanted. And, uh, you know, you'd like to still be friends with them, but you'll give them space. Yeah. No fun. No fun. Less fun than uh, fucking somebody's girlfriend. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So just we'll repeat this lesson every three episodes, probably. If you're going to do something like this, talk about this for fucking in detail. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't just be like, oh, they want to do it. So, you know, what could what could happen? What could go wrong? <laughs> Your friend ends up being a fucking uh, a fucking medium king. It fucking blows you out with confidence. <laughs> good times. I really like Medium King. That's very good. Uh, that's me, bro. Fucking national average. Maybe an inch taller. I don't know. <laughs> good times. Oh, All right. That's funny. <laughs> Showed up. Did the best I could. I did about average. <laughs> this is a journeyman through and through. <laughs> Truly. Truly, thank you for your service. Let's see what we got here next. My fuck buddy is kind to my cat, and my cat likes him. I'm starting to have feelings for him because of that. Every time he comes to my place, he'd greet my cat first. Crouch down like, hey buddy, how's it going? And scratch your little face. Then after a little while, he'd just stand up and kiss me hard and go straight to the business. Like... He's dominant in bed, but kind of cute around my cat. And my cat loves him for some reason. My cat doesn't take kindly to strangers, but she would jump onto his lap when we were making out. And when he was about to leave, my cat wouldn't stop following him and meowing at him. It was a bit embarrassing. No, it's fucking adorable. My cat was screaming at him one time when he was leaving. He laughed and said, hey, what do you want? You want to come with? My cat doesn't even treat me this nicely. I feel like I'm starting to really like him because my stupid cat likes him so much. That was posted by Denikve. Denikve. Oh, oh. I, I don't have any. Test. I don't have any indication of how possible this is. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Of how possible it is to get things in a more relationshipy direction with this guy. Oh. I, you know, I think you just kind of start, got to start bringing up that conversation. Yeah. You know, maybe if you're getting to the point where that's what you want and, uh, being fucked by his thing, isn't doing it for you. You kind of got to, you got to lay down the, uh, lay down the law there. The ultimatum of like, I have feelings for you at this point on a date or, you yeah. know, or, or not. Basically. Hey, can I see you in the daylight? Is that possible? Right. I totally get this though. I had yeah. a little bit of this with my girlfriend. I got an anxious cat. She was staying with me for quarantine. Picky was like sleeping on her butt at night. And I was like, that is the sweetest fucking thing. You know, it's like this little, your cute little animal buddy. And when they like your partner, it's like your friend liking your partner. It's true. But cats don't do any bullshit. You know, well, they do a ton of bullshit, but I feel like they got a good read on people. (laughs) Right. That's absolutely the case. I am. I am this guy. When I walk into somebody's house, me too. People say, uh, oh, my cat doesn't really like people. And I'm like, Fucking watch this. Get on the ground, put the hand out, don't move, mm-hmm. let him sniff it. Straight up. Then let him brush you a couple times, then you give him a little head scratch. And you just do the little scratch, and that's all you're going to get the first round. Just right. A little scratch. But you, you stand up. up and you let the cat know, that's cool, man. I'm going to yeah, give you some space, good. and then the yeah. cat will gradually, you know, rub on you a little bit. And then if they're, if they're real sweet, it'll just hop on your lap and curl up and fall asleep when you're least expecting it. Yeah, and then you're making out with a guy on his couch, and then the cat attacks your foot. Happens fucking just like that. <laughs> I got the back of my head st- uh, stuck with a fucking cat claw 
hung out with a girl years ago and he came up behind the bed and just popped me. And I was yeah! like, oh, what the fuck? I was so scared. <laughs> I, no, I totally get this, though. It, like, just... Tr- big thing for a lot of people, I think. But just, like, being kind to to small things, you know? To, to vulnerable animals. Yeah. Uh, just, it, it just shows kind of having a good heart. Yeah, and, and I think uh, cats specifically indicate a certain amount of emotional intelligence for the reasons yes. that we're describing. Like you got a, you got an animal that you can't directly communicate with with language, so you have to like approach them with body language and shit. And so like you, you know, you communicate yeah. with them that way, and that requires emotional intelligence. Right, you know, as opposed to your average dog that kind of jumps up and is going to be sweet with most people. Right. I mean, not every dog, but no, I to- totally agree. It's a different. Having grown up with dogs and now having a cat, very, very different dynamic. You got to be a lot more nuanced to get the cat to not be a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole different animal. You can't tell the cat to do anything. You have to make them think it's their idea. Yeah, it's a whole different animal, if I may. Oh, spot on. (laughs) Most spot on that's ever been used. That's the stupidest shit I've ever said in my life. (laughs) But so I get, you know, I get this. And especially the contrast between people who can be. I I think I'm a little bit of this, not to toot my own horn, but can be dominant and like confident in bed, but also like be sweet. I think that's everybody likes that. Highly dateable combo. Yeah. 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 So fucking good times. The Great cat country. the cat signal it's always a huge endorsement. <laughs> and uh so, I mean, it's a good sign. It seems like something's going here. It seems like, I mean, he's definitely sexually into you. He's invested enough that he's, like, hanging with the cat and stuff. And, you know, but uh, it can be hard to transition from fuck buddy situations to relationships. Because oftentimes somebody's comfortable with the thing as it is. It kind of has to be that both of you are starting to lean this direction. But, again, the only way to find out is just kind of be straight up about it. Yeah, go fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Hell yeah. Have, you know, get a cool boyfriend and then you can hang out with the cat. Yeah. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll teach you his cat whispering secrets. You get closer to your, get closer to your animal. (laughs) Special power. Yep. Hey, guess what? What's that? I have the special power to bring this episode to a close. Whoa. Yeah. We did it. We're here again. Superhero shit. The end of the program. Uh, let's see what we got coming up. Uh, ooh, new Patreon out with uh with Daddy uh, Dylan return hour and a half. Yeah, bonus length, strong, strong, Hear deep, about me. thick, deep, thick, deep, thick content. Damn right, including me getting hit by a car. Yeah, Arthur and Dylan hooking up with the same gal when they were like fourteen. <laughs> yeah. but then. Coming through as friends regardless. Tales from the Renaissance days and the best prank I have ever been part of with Kyler. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you about that on the end there. That's well, I'm going to have to tell this on the main show next time Kyler comes on. For sure. But for I, sure, I got to sure. save it for him because I'm sure he remembers shit I don't. Yeah, Patreon <laughs> Patreon subscribers get dope stories from the past sooner. So Very true. Uh... And, uh, yeah, well, we're doing the kink wheel on there. We've got a list of every fetish we could find. We choose a random one. We discuss if we're into it or not. You know, pros and cons. Give it a rating. Mm-hmm. 
So you can find out objectively what kinks you should be into and what you should not be into. And uh, yeah, if you subscribe, you also get access to uh, the BuzzFeed Quiz Swarm. (laughs) Uh, Everyone's favorite segment. (laughs) (laughs) It's certainly mine. This is the best best intro to a segment for sure. (laughs) But yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Three bucks a month. Uh, There's, what do we got, six bonus episodes now? Yeah. You'll get access to all of those. And uh, we're working on putting, you know, some other bonus stuff stuff in there in the future. And you get to support us. And what's better than that? Nothing. Uh, our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Jesus. I just reached behind the chair and it was mad dusty mm. in like one little corner of it. And I got gross fucking dust all over. Yeah. Our outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Three words, the Hayfellows. Folks, I want to give you a hearty thank you for for hanging in and uh, chilling out with us uh, for this uh, approximately one hour of audio entertainment. I'm going to get right here. I'm going to get, I'm right, I'm very close to the microphone now and I'm going to say I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah.